Welcome to the Moms Hustle Different Podcast, where we discuss Black moms navigating work and motherhood. Welcome to another episode of Moms Hustle Different. I'm your host, Brenda Miller. And one of the reasons that I really love doing this podcast for you guys is I have the opportunity to support other moms. I get to support other black moms. I get to support black women because I believe that we could coexist even if we're in the same industry, even if we have the same niche, whatever, because your unique presence makes a difference. It doesn't matter whether somebody is doing something similar or not. I think that collaboration will get you so much farther than competition. So this week, I am challenging you to think about what you can do to support another person. And then not only think about it, but to do that one thing. Got it? (laughs) I'll remind you next week. Uh, and ask you if you did that one thing. But before we get into this episode with Candace Jones, I just want to remind you to let me know what you think about the episode after you listen, because I want to hear from you. So without further ado, here's this week's episode. Candace N. Jones is a mom of fraternal twin toddlers and a master content marketer. She's helped roles in brand content and multicultural marketing and has been a senior editor and editor-in-chief at major worldwide publications. She is a featured speaker and has been featured twice as one of the top women in content marketing by Inc.com magazine. A career woman by nature, Candace was bit by the entrepreneurial bug while pregnant with her twins. She created Mama Bossed Up for the moms just like her that raise babies while building businesses and drive carpool while climbing the corporate ladder at the same damn time. Welcome, Candice, to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to have you and so glad you joined. But first, we have to hear you brag on your babies. Um, That is our icebreaker. I want to hear what's going on with them. What's exciting? What's new? What's special? Awesome. Um, So I have three and a half year old fraternal twins, um, a boy and a girl. Uh, My son's name is Cairo and my daughter's name is Naila. And they are, oh my gosh, they are like three and a half going on 13. (laughs) So (laughs) right now is a super exciting time because I feel like they're really coming into their personalities during this kind of age. And it's really exciting to see because I swear I'm like laughing at them several times a day throughout the day because they're super funny and super, super loving, but very kind of, um, my daughter's very sassy. My son is very talkative, um, very rambunctious, but they are definitely a fun bunch. I can only imagine. (laughs) Yes, yes. I was definitely going to ask you what the differences were. So you said your daughter's sassy and your son's a little talkative. (laughs) Yeah, so the thing is, so my daughter is, um, I hate to say a miniature version of me, but in a lot of ways she is. (laughs) Mm -hmm. She is very headstrong and she has so much like sass and... Um, is not afraid to speak her mind, but she's also very, very sweet. 
Um, My son is very sensitive and um, kind of like a jokester, Um, but also uh, I would say between the two of them, he's the wild one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's never sitting down like he's constantly running around uh, like the Tasmanian devil and just all over the place. So, yeah. I love it. I'm sure they keep very busy. Yes, absolutely. So my first question is always, where were you in a car- in your career when you became a mom? Oh, man. Um, so I was actually pretty deep into my career when I became a mom. Um, I had been working... Um, in marketing, in content marketing specifically, for about, I would say, maybe six, close to seven years by that point. Um, And so I was, I would say, pretty established in my career at that point, um, that I got pregnant. Um, But it, I was also in a weird place, because I had just moved to a new city. Um, and whereas I had in the, um, earlier years of my career had more of a background in like entertainment media, I was in a city where there was no entertainment media. And so I was kind of having to reinvent my career from that aspect, um, as far as being able to, um, do what I do in, um, different types of industries. So it was a weird place, but it was almost kind of like, I guess kind of like a starting over without starting completely over. Yeah. Yeah. So when you had the twins or when you found out you were pregnant, did that shift anything in how you were kind of reinventing yourself or what you were thinking about and what you were thinking your career would look like in the future? Um, I think when I initially found out I was pregnant, I, it definitely shifted some things for me, um, especially in terms of mindset, because I, you know, I had so much more to be concerned about (laughs) at that point. It wasn't just me anymore. And, um, I kind of went through the breakup with my children's father very early on. We were, I was three and a half months pregnant when we broke up. Mm -hmm. Um, so it really did really shift the way that I planned things and just my general overall approach to my career and kind of what I wanted to see for my life, because I also had to think about, you know, the kind of life that I wanted my kids to have. Um, so it definitely changed everything in terms of how I approached my career and also really made me question like what I really wanted. And if I was on the path, um, that was not only what I wanted, but that was conducive to me being a mother. So, yeah. Yeah. I know it's, you know, we talk to, sometimes I talk to mothers who had kids earlier in life or right after college or whatever else, but it's a whole, it's a different feeling when you're kind of in the middle of your career, you're not just, you know, like early middle (laughs) where you're not just starting and you're just like, okay, I'm about to go for this promotion or I'm about to go for this, you know, be able to take more risk and things like that. And you kind of have to really weigh your options. Right. You add in some dependence. (laughs) 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree with you on that. Um, it definitely does change the way you look at things. It may even change some of your plans that you initially had. So, yeah. Yeah. So you're in a new city and yes. you're having kids. Yes. Like what? <laughs> and you're kind of readjusting to like what your career will look like. What was next for you? Like what what did you do? after oh. the twins came so not just one kid most people are just like okay my one kid is coming <laughs> you find out yes you're- I found out I was having twins um to be honest when I so when I first had my children um it made me more um I don't want to say scared uh more hesitant it made me more mm-hmm. hesitant to take risks Whereas prior to having them, I was very kind of like, I'm taking all the risks (laughs) when it came to like my career. Um, You know, I had moved to different cities across the country and I had, you know, I took all kinds of risks when it came to my career before having kids. But when I first had the twins, um, it really made me scared to be that risky only because I didn't want to make the wrong decision and end up having an adverse effect on them. Um, So I was at the time I was working, I was living in Maryland. I was working for the city of Baltimore um, at, at their economic development office. And I was actually the marketing director there. And um, I just was in a place where I knew I wanted to move on to something else at the time, yeah. <laughs> but I I was scared to move. Like I literally felt paralyzed because I had these two babies. I had these two infants. Um, I was taking care of them by myself. I was doing everything by myself. And I was scared of the uncertainty of everything. And I yeah. felt like maybe it was too risky at that time to maybe you know go to a different job or or change you know the routine that we had gotten you know pretty settled into um but actually I ended up getting a different job and thank god I did because I I really needed more money at the time I needed more money and I ended up um that's when I ended up getting my first six-figure job and yeah it was really it was honestly the way it happened (laughs) And this says a lot about mindset too. I was in therapy at the time. And I remember having a whole conversation with my therapist about how stressed out I was and um, just telling her all the different stressors. And one of the stressors was money because obviously I had these two babies and my finances had changed drastically because of that. Um, And you know, she was asking me about my career and I was telling her all these things I had done and everything. And she was like, well, girl, you know, just go out and get you a $120,000 a year job. And I remember laughing at her. Like I just was cracking up. I was like, okay, she's hilarious. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I left the office and literally went back. um, And I was doing my therapy sessions on my lunch break. So that's a whole nother thing. (laughs) I went back back to work (laughs) and, um, I remember sitting at my desk and just writing out like, okay, if I did switch jobs, like, what do I want this job to look like? What kind of money do I feel like I really need to make? Um, What kind of job would I truly enjoy? What do I want to do next? And um, I wrote a list 
And then I started writing out like intentions every week, like just things I felt like I needed to check off to even like move closer to that goal. So if it was putting in a certain number of applications every day, if it was follow up um, with certain people or reaching out to people in my network or it, whatever the case may be, um, I did those things. And I actually did end up getting a six figure job. Yes. <laughs> and I just remember First of all, I didn't know it was a six-figure job when I applied for it, but they um, they asked me after the interview, I remember I had gone back to my house and they called me immediately and asked me what my salary expectation was. And I think I had told them something like maybe like, I think I had told them maybe like 85 or, or something like that. Yeah. Um, and they were like, okay, well, we're going to give you a hundred. And I said, a hundred, dollars. They were like, yeah, yeah. We're going to start you off at a hundred thousand. And I was like, oh my God. Like I, I literally could not believe it. And wow. I think it took for somebody else to say it to me. Like it took for my therapist to even plant that seed <laughs> to mm -hmm. get me to start acting on what I felt like I should be doing or the type of money that I should be making for me to actually do it. Because I literally, I was stuck. I, yeah. I was literally stuck for a minute. So yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, that's, yeah. that's good to get to the point where you lowballed yourself pretty much. Yes. And yes. that somebody else, that a freaking company said, nah, girl. Stop. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, and honestly, it was another woman who ended up paying me. And I knew what the, so the thing is, I knew the value of my skills, but most mm. companies didn't want to pay that for it. So yeah. I think I had gotten so used to taking less, mm. um, but it, it took for another woman to pay me what I was worth. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. That's awesome because we all can get in those mindsets where we're just like, look, I just need another job. Want to have some new things. All right, I my children kids. are like, <laughs> it's okay. We got kids. Every mom listening to this got kids. Um, and they understand what it's like when kids are acting crazy because mine does too. Um, but I think it's awesome when you get to the point where you um, are second guessing yourself and knowing that people don't normally pay me this much so I'm right at 85 but I don't know and then the person right. comes back and just says you know 100k um what did that do like for your confidence for you getting out of that feeling of being risk averse about being cautious to um making intentions and then saying like oh wow I got 100k like this is let me find out how are you feeling <laughs> um it definitely boosted my confidence and made me feel like I should do more of vocalizing what I feel like I'm worth um I think that's something that all women struggle with um but I think when you when you go through um, certain things and you feel kind of undervalued for so long, you kind of get used to it. Yeah. And so it, it's like, you don't even think twice about it. It's just automatically where your mind goes. Um, so it definitely changed that for me and um, definitely set me on a path to be more confident about taking certain risks and believing that I can achieve certain things and that I'm worth 
certain things. Um, yes. So yeah, it definitely, definitely helped me in that regard. That's awesome. So I know you also have started Mama Bossed Up. And yes. I definitely want to get into kind of how that fits within your journey um, as a mom, as a career woman, you know, going from under 6K, I mean, yeah, under 600K <laughs> to over 600, uh, well, not 6K, six figures, my baby, six figures, getting the six figures, having, you know, a successful career and becoming a mom, what um, what kind of inspired Mama Bossed Up and how would you describe it to others? Yeah, um, so Mama Bossed Up is a lifestyle brand I created for working moms. Um, it's basically, um, so we offer a range of products, um, basically everything from apparel for mama, apparel for many, um, stationary products like um, journals, planners, um, home items like mugs, coffee mugs, and things of that nature. And a lot of those items were inspired by my motherhood journey. So at the time, um, I was still working my corporate job and uh, my children were starting to grow. Um, at this point, I had kind of put them into preschool um, and I had had this idea of wanting to create a planner. So it started with just the planner. Um, and this planner is called the ultimate mom boss planner, but it started with me becoming a mom and I was looking for a planner and couldn't find one that I felt like fit my life. Um, so I decided to create one. And once I started to create it, I realized that maybe other moms could use this as well. Yeah. Um, and so um, eventually the planner um, evolved into me creating other products because I was having all these experiences, you know, day to day with my kids and just kind of like experiencing working motherhood and just motherhood period. Um, and so, um, I remember being at home one day and, you know, all moms deal with like the sleep deprivation and <laughs> all of that when your kids are like super young. So it, it was definitely really hard dealing with that, um, with the twins because, you know, with twins, they're not always waking up at the same time. Um, so I remember being at home and I hadn't really slept the night before because my kids were like waking up throughout the night all night. And so in the morning I was really dragging and um, they are super energetic in the morning. Like they wake up and they roll out of bed and they are ready to go. <laughs> and I'm not even a morning person. So imagine being sleep deprived and then already not being a morning mm -hmm. person. Like it was just, it was hard. Um, and so I just remember like going into my kitchen to make some coffee and I kept having to reheat it because every time it would be hot, I wouldn't get a chance to drink it. Cause of course I'm chasing after them. I'm trying to do things with them, trying to feed them all these different things. And I remember reheating my cup of coffee. It had to be like the fourth time I reheated <laughs> and I was standing in the kitchen, like literally clinging to the cup for dear life. I was on the verge of tears and I was just like, oh my God, like I just wish somebody could just take over for two seconds so I can sit down and drink this coffee because yeah. I need it right now. Um, but 
I remember I blurted out Alexa raise the kids and that actually started the second product. So I ended up putting that on the shirt. I put that on the mug mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would wear it out places and people were like, oh my God, oh my God, I love that shirt. Yes. I love that shirt. Where did you get that? Where did you get that? And so I started telling people like, oh, I made this. And then um, I eventually was just like, I should start putting all these moments and all these little like sassy, little hilarious things that I say about like motherhood or whatever. I should start putting them on products. And so that's kind of how the business was born. Um, And I ended up launching at the start of the pandemic, um, which in some ways was good timing. In some ways it was bad timing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, because I also was in a weird place at the time, um, you know, when the pandemic hit in March of 2020, um, the twin school shut down. So the twins were at home with me. I was working from home and I had already like, at this point, I was very stressed out on my job, not because of the job, but because of, um, the management. Yeah. I was just like in a place where I was ready to kind of like not just leave the job but I was ready for a change period I had been thinking about moving I had like all these different things that I was thinking about doing at the time it just so happened that um during that time period I had gotten a lot of a lot of my product samples back so that's when I ended up pushing out the business but um I also ended up leaving my job during that period um because travel I was working in travel at the time I was working in the travel industry um travel had been completely disrupted by COVID (laughs) and they had cut our pay and then after they cut our pay they were trying to they were talking about furloughing people and then they were talking about um trying to lower their um, headcount in terms of like employees. So mm-hmm. they offered severance packages. And I was like, maybe I should just take a severance because I've been wanting to quit anyway. So I was like, should I take the severance package? Because if I would have stayed and like, say they would have laid me off anyways, at some point I would have still gotten a package, but it wouldn't have been nearly as good. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, maybe I should just take the severance package and go. And so actually I, what I ended up doing was <laughs> I bought a house. <laughs> <laughs> I bought, I went to, I came to Atlanta. Um, I have family here. So I came to Atlanta. I drove back and forth, like three times it was ridiculous uh (laughs) with my kids in the car I drove back and forth I found a house I put an offer on the house um I closed on the house I took the severance package and left my job um and then I moved us (laughs) I moved us to Atlanta we moved into the house um and so we're here in in the Atlanta area now um and I've been working my business full-time so wow okay yeah like let's let's wheel this back just for a second first just the intelligence that you have and just knowing like all right if i want to make this move and i want to purchase a house i need to do this now before i quit my job because i know that if i quit it first these people are gonna look like i'm crazy 
when I'm telling them like, oh, I just got severed. Right, right. Um, so I was like, I had to time it because it was like, okay, they gave us a deadline that we had to accept the package, the severance package by. So I was like, okay. And honestly, the funny thing is, so a lot of people don't know this story. Um, I had actually been looking, um, I had started looking at houses online or whatever, mm-hmm. um, because it was actually one of my cousins that convinced me to move here. <laughs> I wasn't going to move here at first. I was going to stay in Maryland, um, but she convinced me to move here. And I had started looking at houses online and I fell in love with this house, the house that we're in. However, <laughs> I had made an appointment with a realtor so that I could see it. Literally, like the next day after I made the appointment, somebody put an offer on it. Wow. And I was distraught. Like I was so hurt because I I just knew this. Like when I saw the house, I was like, that's my house. Like mm-hmm. that's my house. And I just know it's my house. Yeah. And so I had literally gone on Pinterest and I had Pinterest every single room, like decorated every room of the house. <laughs> I had decorated. I had decorated. Yeah. I knew exactly how the house was going to look when I decorated. I knew all every piece of furniture, the paints, like literally everything. And so when somebody had put an offer on it, I was so upset. And so then I was scheduled to, um, at the time to see this house and to see other houses, but I was so upset that I called my realtor and I was just like, just cancel everything. Just like, just cancel everything. I'm not coming. Like I was so upset. And then literally like a few, maybe like a week later, the offer fell through Mm. on the house. And it, the only reason I found out is because um, I had alerts set up on my, on the MLS thing and it sent uh-huh. me a notification and I was like, oh my God. And so I went on there and I looked at it and I called my realtor. I was like, is this true? Is it back on the market? And she was like, well, let me call and check. And so she called and checked and she was like, yes, it's back on the market. I was like, okay, I'm coming to see it. I'm coming to see it. Yes. <laughs> and I literally put my kids in a car and drove to <laughs> see the house. And I remember I walked into the house and the minute I walked into the house, I felt this like this calming, like peaceful feeling. Mm -hmm. And I looked at the realtor and I was like, this is my house. And she was like, really? And I was like, no, I'm telling you, like, this is my house. Like, I'm supposed to have this house. And um, so when we finished walking through it, she was like, do you want me to put in an offer? I said, yes. Girl, I didn't have no financing lined up. No, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, nope, this is my house. I know it. Nothing. But I got everything lined up and I ended up buying it. <laughs> that's awesome. That, yes. I mean, that's awesome to be able. Because, I mean, one of the first things you said was like, after when you had those twins, you were feeling a little cautious, a little, yes. like a little less risky and everything. And being able to flip that in three years to take a huge risk in purchasing a house right before you quit your job (laughs) like yes that's I mean that's good I mean I'm really impressed and I think that that shows the work that you're doing within yourself to say you know what let's let's just try this let's try it again yeah yeah and I mean I'll admit I was scared like I, I I remember like I was terrified because it's like, you don't know like what's going to happen. And I was like, am I making the right decision? Like, 
you know, should I be moving, you know, all the way to Georgia? And one of the reasons I moved is because where I was living, I didn't have any like family support. I didn't have any family. So it was just kind of like, okay, um, I really wanted to have more of a village in terms of like support for the kids and myself but I also wanted my kids to grow up around some of their family yeah (laughs) so I was just like okay this feels like the right decision is this the right decision and I second guessed myself a million times but then I was like okay I'm just gonna go ahead and like pull the trigger like let's just go ahead and do this yeah it's been great that's good and I mean the second part of this that you're saying is that you're doing your business full-time now Yes, which is crazy. Honestly, like, okay, so when I first started the business, like, I knew I, in my head, I wanted it to grow into something, but I didn't know that I would be doing it full time this quickly. I guess I didn't realize, like, I didn't plan for that. It just kind of ended up, that's the way it ended up happening. Um, so it was like the move happened. We were trying to get settled. We were trying to get all our stuff and order furniture and all that stuff during the pandemic, was, which was a whole nother hurdle. Um, and then <laughs> once we start getting settled, I felt like all these opportunities started popping up for my business randomly, like, mm. like stuff that I have. So one of the things that happened was I got into this Facebook program that I had even forgot that I applied for because it was months ago. Like I have applied for it like at the start of my business Um, Mm. and I never heard anything back. And then it was like, I was sitting here in this new house and then I got an email out of the blue. Like, hey, you've been accepted into the Facebook Elevate program. You know, when are you available to talk? And I was like, what? (laughs) And so I ended up um, getting into that program which was great because So Facebook basically has a program where they have um, small business owners. um, They accept small business owners into this program. They basically teach them the ins and outs of running your Facebook ads and they give you a mentor. So this person helps you really kind of get the most out of your Facebook ads. And I was running, like I started running ads very early. So I launched my business in March. I think I started running ads in April. Okay. Um, So... I was already running ads, but I did feel like I needed someone to teach me certain things about the platform that I didn't know. And I'm really grateful for that experience because number one, they gave me money to run ads. So that's another thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They gave me some money to run my ads, but also I ended up developing a really good relationship with my mentor in that program. And she recommended me for another program that Instagram was running that I can talk about because this won't air until the program's already out. (laughs) (laughs) But um, so Instagram was doing this uh, program for black owned small businesses um, that you had to be recommended for though. Like you couldn't get into the program on your own. Somebody had to recommend you. Um, And so basically it was um, where they pair you with a creative to basically help you overhaul your brand on Instagram. Yeah. So um, they paired me with um, this amazing woman named Nao. I love her. She is absolutely amazing. She basically helped rehaul 
the brand's entire look on Instagram. None of this stuff is out right now because it doesn't come out until um, until a couple of weeks from now. Um, but basically, um, the 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 creative works with you for like I think we worked together for like maybe like four or five weeks or something like that. Maybe a little longer, maybe six weeks, um, and helps you with trying to um, get your aesthetic together on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And then basically they're going to launch the campaigns on Instagram and give you more visibility for your brand. And they also gave me a lot of money to run my ads. (laughs) So that's another thing. So I kept Mm -hmm. getting like all these like, like back-to-back opportunities. And then I kept meeting all these, and I was just like, okay, this is not by coincidence that all this stuff is happening. back to back like this and I was like okay this is just a sign for me to like invest more into my business now mind you I had stopped running ads at a certain point because um I had run a a mother's day sale I had Mm -hmm. run this big mother's day sale and um had spent um a considerable a considerable amount on ads during this time and had gotten all these orders, right? And when I first launched, my store was completely dropship. Yeah. But once um, COVID had really gotten bad, a lot of the facilities that were dropshipping my stuff had to shut down. So it was horrible because I was dealing with all of this lag in production and trying to get my yeah. items out to the customers and couldn't get them out quick. So it really, it really caused me to kind of like shift my focus and really bring a lot of things in house. But it taught me a lesson because number one, I was new to product-based business. I had never done a product-based business before. Yeah. I had only ever done a service-based business. And um, number two, Um, it caused me to be more hands-on with the ins and outs of like the everyday of the business, the logistical part. Um, But anyways, so I knew that these opportunities were not by accident. um, And that's what caused me to really kind of put my weight into focusing on it full time because I was like, okay, these are, this stuff is not happening by accident. I need to pay attention to these signs that are popping up. Because the reason that the woman referred me to the program was because she was like, I really think your business is dope. Like, um, it's really cool. And I think you would be great in this program. And I was like, okay. Now, mind you, she had all these other people she could have recommended for it. Right. And she recommended me. So I was just like, okay. Some things are just divine, you know, timing and God ordained because you never know. Right. through what you do, how you can impact somebody enough and build the relationship enough where somebody's like, oh yeah, let me let you have another opportunity. So I think right. that's great um, to go from, you know, being a single twin mama yes. <laughs> to moving across country, taking a package for your job, and then happening to get into these opportunities to be able to build your business so much that you can do it full time. So right. I think that's awesome. So then Thank you. like what advice would you give to like other moms who are in similar situations or they're navigating 
um, their career and motherhood and maybe even starting businesses? Like what advice would you give to them? Oh man. Um, I think the hardest thing a lot of times is like the time management, because obviously we only have so many hours in a day and add on to that, like actually trying to take care of other human beings. (laughs) That's a completely different level. So I would say, um, don't compare your race to other people's because I did that a lot in the beginning and not necessarily to other people, but I compared, you know, how I was able to be productive, um, post, um, post becoming a mother as to how productive I was before I had any kids. And I definitely think in the beginning, I beat myself down a lot about not being able to do things as fast as I would have been able to do them um, before I had kids. But I had to realize that my priorities are different. Um, And that just because you're not going fast doesn't mean you're not going. Mm. Like progress is still progress. And I think sometimes we need to um, recognize that we're still taking steps, even if they're baby steps, um, and not be so concerned with the timelines that we make up in our heads for when we feel like we should get to a certain place in life. Um, so I definitely, definitely learned that lesson. And I feel like that's the advice I would give to another mom. And also just to like, um, give yourself a little grace, um, because I actually was just talking to my best friend about an hour or so ago. Um, and I was telling her, I felt like I didn't get anything done this past week or whatever. <laughs> and yeah. she was like, well, maybe you were just tired. Like maybe you just needed to rest. And honestly, that is what I did. Like, mm-hmm. I, and I think maybe I had been pushing myself a little bit too hard. Yeah. Um, and I just realized, okay, I'm starting in the season to to learn to listen to my body more. Like when my body says I just need to sit down. <laughs> yeah. um, because I think before I didn't do that and I would have these moments where I just crashed completely and that's not healthy. So I've just been learning to, yeah, I want to be super productive and I want to get all of these things done. But um I've started to kind of narrow things down and just focus on like, okay, what are the three main things I need to do for today? Making sure I check those things off. And then if there were maybe two other things that I wanted to get done, but that weren't in the top three, not beating myself up if I don't get to those things, because I can always get to those tomorrow. So just giving yourself grace and realizing that you're human and that you deserve rest too you know, outside of being productive and outside of being somebody's mother and outside of being somebody's partner or whatever the case may be, like you deserve to rest. So, yeah, I love that. I think that's important um, for us to be able to understand just because we're not going fast doesn't mean we're not going to give ourselves grace to let ourselves rest. So I think that's awesome. So I'm super excited that you're able to join us for the podcast. How can people um, get in contact with you or buy your your products? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So you can look at all of our products. You can shop at www.mamabossedup.com. And then we are also on Facebook, um, Instagram, and Pinterest at Mama Bossed Up. 
And stay tuned because we definitely have some new products that are rolling out in 2021. Um, some really amazing new content. And I'm excited about everything that's to come. So definitely want to hear feedback from moms and, you know, see how they're enjoying the things that we're putting out this year. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today, Candice. I really appreciate it. And I think everyone will get a lot from what you shared today. Thank you so much for having me, Brenda. I really, really enjoyed this conversation. Candice definitely gave me all the vibes of taking leaps of faith, taking risks unapologetically. Moving during a pandemic is crazy. (laughs) I did it. Um, But quitting your job, sis is doing it. So definitely check the links in my show notes to find out more about Mama Bossed Up. Also, if you are on Apple Podcasts, please take the time to leave a review. It would mean a lot to me and it would tell other listeners that they should listen to Moms Hustle Different. Otherwise, join my Instagram family and also join the email list. The links are in the show notes. See y'all next week.